Welcome back. This is episode number five, Preparing Your Child for Education, part two. I'm Trey Gamage, and my special guest today, Andre Gamage. Really, the top takeaways that I've got out of this conversation is how the small things make the big differences, to how the preparing your child for education curriculum is pretty much the opposite of welfare, helping people help themselves. And three, we have to have develop the mindset and have to start taking responsibility for our own actions. So let's go ahead and get into episode five. If you haven't heard part one yet, that's okay. Listen to this one and go back to that one. Hope you enjoy the show. This is The Dab. You know, and, and really bringing the accountability and the responsibility to where it's already at. I change myself and I change the next person's life is essentially what's going on. That, that's, you know, one of the things that, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, after a period of time, you get to a point like, look, I'm just going to say it. You know, I was just going to say it. <laughs> if everybody just took care of their own kids. Yes. Okay. You know, you know <clears throat> I'm going to hold a class on taking care of your kids. All right. And so if, if we just take care of our kids, mm-hmm. um, that. That's all I'm doing. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to show you. And and I, I although I don't fault anybody, I'm not better than anybody. That's why I always relate no. back to my mom and dad. Right. Okay. If my mom and dad wouldn't have wouldn't have showed me, then I wouldn't be able to show anybody else. But I have a responsibility, I believe. You do. To be able to to show other people because some people, a lot of people, they just don't know. You know, I've I've, I've had so many um, so many conversations with people, had so many experiences with people, and I'm right. like, this person actually does not know what they're doing. <laughs> you know, they, they don't. They, they have no idea what it is that, you know, do you realize what you're doing? And I would see people in court where, you know, the mom or dad is in, is in court for whatever crime they might have committed and the child won't be quiet. The child is three years old. Wow. And the child is just around. I'm like, that child didn't have to be in court today. You did. Mm. And, and, you know, mm. then, and, and the sad the sad thing, too, is, is that, you know, someone, you know, mother or father is going to is going to court for sentencing and the family wants to be there. So now you bring in your five year old, your eight year old, your 10 year old growing up or, in the courtroom, growing up, growing up in the courtroom. And so, um, you know, and so so it, it becomes difficult to, to break that. We talked about just a little while ago, seeing my my daddy go to go Pick to uh, work. Yeah. Or my daddy go to Sunday school or see my daddy cut the grass. You watch your dad go to jail. (laughs) See my daddy go to jail. Um, Dang. You know, so, so, you know, I'm, you're you're exactly right in terms of I'm trying to say, hey, look, you know, you want your, you want your, I think, I think everybody wants the best for their kid. Right. And so I believe that that's one of the things that one of the most inviting things about, about this initiative, because Who's going to say that they don't want the best for their child? Everyone wants the best for their child. Mm-hmm. And all I'm suggesting is, you know, based on my experience, you know, let me let me try to help you right. 
that environment better. Maybe I can tell you some things that, that you don't, because a lot of those things that even you talk about, getting up in the morning, those are small things. Right. You know, those Baby small, things. But those make the biggest difference. That, they, that. They, even when you are, you know, and I, you know, I, I think Austin might have had it the roughest one because, you know, he was the <laughs> oldest and it was just, you know, <laughs> so I, you were crazy. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes because, um, but just going to shake somebody's hand, you know, look at them in the eye and give them a firm handshake at 10, 12 years old. Even when you all are at home now, it's like, Mr. Mr. Anderson is here. Trey, come up here and say hello to Mr. Anderson. Yeah. Then you go back downstairs and do whatever you're doing, but come up here and speak to... Well, and usually you don't even have to say that. Once, if, if, if you know somebody's coming, if I hear somebody come in, whatever the case is, it's not, Trey, go do this or go... Do, you know what you're doing. You, you, like you said about Austin earlier, when we walk in or, or present a place, because that's the thing, too, that we can... You're a brand. You know, regardless right. if you're a lawyer, if you're a speaker, if you're whatever, right. when you go out and you present yourself, anytime you step out in public, you're communicating something. So if I go and I communicate whatever, that I'm in jail or whatever, that's what I'm going to get. So shaking that hand and showing that respect, a lot of times the people that you shake hands with appropriately are the people that can change your life. Because I've never gotten anything. I've sent an email to every school in the state of South Carolina three times and got zero responses. I have wow. one parent who works at Clemson for one of my students, and I've made my business off of, of that one contact. I've gotten 10, 11, 12 more contacts to grow my business. So it's, it's, it's all about who you know and what you know, but it's the thing that you do for yourself right. and getting up and making that change that ends up making the biggest difference. Hmm. It does. It does. You, you have to, at some point, you know, you're the one... It's, it's, it's your life, right? You know what I mean, right? It's your life, and, and even and as a parent, and as a parent, I think probably what was ingrained in me, and one of the undercurrents too, uh, for me as far as you all are concerned, um, is that you know you represented me, mm. uh, and so and so I wanted you know is there something self-serving about it? I don't know, maybe, but I'm not sure that it makes a difference because it still gets a message. It's still your life, okay? I want to be proud of you, and so I want you mm. to do some good things because you know, yeah, it affects me. And I won't say I won't say it just because I'm stung because my kid is doing something bad. I I, I would be stung not just because of what people think, because I would be a failure. Right. I, if I I feel like if my son does something, I mean, just like I would say, like, look, there's certain things they're not gonna do. Because if they do certain things, they know that dad's gonna lose it. You know, right. I mean, there's like I'm, I'm not like look, no, you know, he might have done something, but he ain't gonna do. He, he didn't mm-hmm. do that. Okay, he's he's not he's not gonna do certain things. She's not gonna do certain things right. because, um, and and like I don't and I don't know. It's not so much of well, you're embarrassing me. Well, okay, yeah, maybe a little bit, but <laughs> but it's it's painful because. Because if you did something, you know, we all have to, I think, as parents, look at the thumb. Thumb I'm responsible for that. Mm -hmm. You know, if your kid, if, look, this is just me, no one else listening to this has to believe it, but if, if my son goes out and steals, I'll raise the person who steals. Mm. If my son is a robber, I'll raise the person that went out and robbed. And I realize there's a lot of other factors, but I'm just saying for me, that, that's the way that, that's the way that I saw you all. Like, you're not going to steal. Okay, because I'm not going to like that's Put the you, last thing in the world. That, it's not necessary. It, it's, it's not necessary, and I, and I don't and I realize that people live in different environments. And but but the reason why 
reason why I think that that mentality is important because it's the, that mentality continues to make you strive for, strive for. Like your kids shouldn't do this, your kids shouldn't. Okay, your kids not gonna be. You know, I'm not perfect. They're not gonna be perfect. But just like in the environment, you never actually get to the environment that's a perfect environment. Okay, mm. because because the parents aren't perfect. But if you continue to try to strive for that, you know, you'll always be. You get mighty close. And so if you so if you say that your kid, you know. <clears throat> You know, to learn one day, you know, he got like a what a, a 1.98 GPA. Okay, <laughs> here I'm in a nice suit. Okay, I'm in a nice suit at football practice. Okay, <laughs> I don't even know if he's gonna be eligible. Like, hey, yeah, you know, you got nice, you got a nice driving practice, got a nice suit on, drive a nice car, and your son is got a 1.9. Okay, you know, he's barely eligible. I'm like, wow, that's the reflection. So I'm thinking like, so what am I doing? Okay, what am I doing? That that's the reflection of my efforts. Right. You know, not just embarrassing me. That's that's a reflection of, of my efforts. So so I think that if you have that mentality yeah. about your kids, then it'll keep you doing more hmm. and more for them. <clears throat> so it's really it's it's about helping people help themselves. It's it's almost the opposite of welfare. So welfare is yeah. here's some money, here's food stamps, continue surviving in your life. And where Pice Preparing your child for education is is the opposite. It's enabling you instead of inhibiting you. It's look, be accountable for your life, not just your kids, but yourself, because that's where it starts at. I mean, even Trent. to a to a. Uh oh. No, 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 no. That's, no that's, I'm assuming that's perfect. Yeah, I know. You know that you're exactly right. It is. It's about you know. It's about accountability. It's, and like it's the exact opposite of welfare because you know. And for if how long how long have you been broke? <laughs> How long have you been waiting for? Okay. How long have you been waiting for somebody else to? No one else is going to mm. do anything for you. Mm-mm, okay. Ever. No. These are your kids. Okay. These are your kids. No one is going to care about your kids and do for your kids like you should be doing for your kids. So don't send it. Send your kid to school and expect certain things from the teacher. But I'm never. I don't think that you or any other kids have ever said me. Heard me say, hey, man, the teacher's bad. The teacher didn't Mm-mm. do what he or she's supposed to do. Like, look, if you got a D, it didn't have nothing to do with the teacher. You know, mm-hmm. it had to do with your efforts and my efforts because you were in class for nine weeks or 12 weeks, whatever it is. You didn't just go from week one to week 12 and boom, they got an F all along the way. He's <laughs> <laughs> an F, he's an F. And I wasn't paying attention yep. as a parent. Well, I was blaming them. So you got, you had a, a quiz with 15 questions on it. You got them all wrong. And it's the teacher's fault. Right. You know, I was the teacher's fault that you missed all the questions. Okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, maybe the teacher has some blame, but okay, you got the teacher, you got the child, and you got the parent. Okay. Maybe you got some blame for the teacher. Let's just say you do have, but at the end of the day, you know, you took the test mm-hmm. and you, you did, and you failed the test. And even if it's the teacher's fault, okay, and let's just say it's the teacher's fault, which doesn't make any sense, <laughs> but let's say it is the teacher's fault. You got to F. You can't read, you can't spell, and you don't know math. So, who is that going to hurt? It's going to hurt you. Yeah. You you are the person who doesn't know how to do it, even if it's the teacher. I'm not, because I'm not, because at the end of the day, you know, it's it's the teacher, she's still going to be teaching the next year. (laughs) You know, your child is the one that flunks. Yeah. You know, your child is the one that, that won't know any better. So, it's important for me, and I guess I could, I know people, and I'm not trying to, look, this is just what I do, okay? Right. And, and I'm saying, 
the responsibility for and that's what and that's what preparing your child for education is really all about is about you preparing your child mm. that's not those words didn't just fall out the sky <laughs> it's those are your your, your. It, it, it's, it's preparation okay it's preparation uh -oh. because because you know you eat you eat the uh which is what i cook today i have some pork chops you know mm. i thought about it, so i had pork chops right? <laughs> you know, preparing your child for education so if if you go get some stale pork chops and you cook them on high they ain't gonna taste as good as the ones that you've had i prepared those pork chops to be good okay they don't just you don't just stick them in the oven and just pick a degree to turn them on right. you gotta you gotta season them with the right stuff okay you gotta put some lowries on them you gotta put some some zatarans blackening you gotta put some garlic powder on them and you gotta turn them at the right time and you gotta take them out at the right time but if you don't prepare those pork chops <clears throat> before you put them in the oven for education then they're not gonna taste right they're not gonna turn out right and it's the same thing we talk about preparing your child is that you know the preparation is going to bed at eight or nine o'clock mm. getting up at six o'clock in the morning having the clothes already laid out taking a shower or a bath the night before or first thing in the morning having the clothes laid out getting a good breakfast that's why as you said every single morning of your whole life <laughs> breakfast. okay because and that's because eggs and sausage you needed breakfast to be able to go and learn about your day about your day so you can't really part of preparation is is <clears throat> your nutrition and 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 actually my research you know i get into a lot more depth but you know really Things start to go south in the womb. Things actually start wow. to the stress that a woman experiences wow. through domestic violence, not having a place to stay, depression, those kind of issues affect the child. They they affect the child into their life. Mm. And so and so, you know, that that's important for people to know. But I'm talking about even even after that, you know, the, the preparation of for the child going to school is, is so important. You've had between the child going to bed at eight o'clock at night and, and hitting school at eight o'clock in the morning. There's 12 hours there. Mm. there. There's 12 hours. And so your mind has to be prepared for you to go in for preparing your child for education. Actually, the education is the last part. You know, that that's that's the last that's true. That's the last piece. You know, you're preparing. Wow. You, you're preparing your child. Okay? I, I guess you and, did go to Bible study tonight, didn't you? You over here preaching. <laughs> Got your acronyms and stuff. Hey, you know, to John 1 and 10, that we talked about today. <laughs> but, but you know, you, you do have to prepare because because without that mentality, you know, without the right mentality going to school, if, the, if, if you as the parent are saying that everything is the teacher's fault, that the reason why the grades are bad, you know, you come with a poor card, straight ass man um let me go up and give a teacher a piece of my mind well the child is like shoot i got all that <laughs> and my mom and dad is mad at the teacher going to let the teacher have a piece of my mind well the child is looking at this from the standpoint of well okay i flunked all these classes uh didn't turn in my work and mom or dad is gonna go yell at the teacher mm -hmm. so when we talk about that preparation that that's part of it you know, part of it is is that you know the, the teacher is there to teach. Okay, you're seven, eight years old. You know, one of the things that you know again the lesson from from your grandfather, my father is early on second grade. Don't ever come home and tell me that the teacher don't like you. 
that that's why you got a bad grade because I don't believe that 30, 40 year old teachers just don't like little kids. Okay? So <laughs> that's not, you know, that's not going to, that's just, I hadn't even, I hadn't done it, I hadn't said it. It was just like, just as far as your life is concerned, don't ever come home and tell me the teacher don't like you. Right. That's why you didn't. So just, let's just eliminate that. And I don't want to hear about you being black and it's hard either. So eliminate that. So basically, if you eliminate discrimination, when I'm born in 62, so there was still, still is now discrimination right. going on. But like, my dad, like, I don't want to hear it. I don't hear about you being black. And I don't want to hear about the teacher. So that left, you know, that's pretty much <laughs> as high as you can go. There's that's nothing it. else left. You know, anything else is, is less than that. Especially talk about a guy that grew up in Mississippi. Yeah. He don't want to hear about discrimination like my dad basically I don't need any excuses for anything so you know when you're when you're giving your kid that kind of knowledge you're going in there to learn and I don't have any excuses for you failing for you not doing your best for you not giving the best effort that's part of the preparation that there aren't going to be any excuses for you not to do well and then giving them the the environment giving them the food giving them the encouragement giving mm-hmm. them the confidence that they can and also letting them know that I'm here for you and that's what, and that, and that again relates back to right. you suck. You suck right now, okay? <laughs> but I'm giving you the tools. You know, I'm gonna give you the tools to be better. You know, I'm, I'm gonna pay for this guy to work you out. Okay, I'm gonna pay for this guy. I'm gonna pay for the gas for you to be able to get up there <laughs> to work out, and I'm gonna feed you. So, so all those things, you know, go into the preparation, and then the the outcome is you and your two brothers and your sister right. uh, who are doing who are doing amazing things and I couldn't be more proud of of all of you. Mm. Wow. That's a that's a lot. So what do if I'm a parent, I got three kids that are ten, seven and five how is Pice going to help me now? Because my, my drama started in the womb. I've been struggling as a parent. I've been struggling with my knowledge and my wealth since they were in the womb. Now they're, they're almost in middle school. How is Pice going to help me in enough time? Well, it's going to help you in this way. You, you're never going to give up on your kids. Okay? You know, you're never going to give up on your kids. So you want to be able to continue to improve and improve and improve that environment. But I think it's also important it's also important to recognize um, what your kids' strengths and weaknesses are also. You know, you get a lot of people saying, you know, my kid's really smart, my kid is really smart. Look, everybody's kid is not that smart, okay? Just like just the other not. kid named LeBron James. Yeah, everybody's not LeBron James, you know? And so you got to recognize your kids for what they are, and you got to recognize what they did get and what they didn't get mm. at two, three, four, five years old. And and once you recognize what the issues are, cause sometimes it's, it's kind of a, of coming to Jesus, if, if, as you said, when that problem started in the womb, you got to recognize that the problem started in the womb and try to get the proper help for that child and say, my child has a, an attention deficit issue, or my child has a confidence issue, or my child has been exposed to to battery, domestic violence, or, or those kind of things. And so you do have to recognize those mm-hmm. things because obviously there's some things that you know you may not have known as, as far as your environment is concerned. So you have to try to change those things. But first, you have to you have to really kind of recognize right. what those are and recognize what your strengths, what the what the strengths and weaknesses of your child is, and try to steer them in the in the proper direction mm. uh, for them to be successful. And for everyone, it's like okay, engineering might not be my thing. Um, maybe it's maybe it's art. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's pipe fitting. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's electrical. It's whatever. Maybe, maybe it's what, whatever it is. You have to recognize what the, what the gifts and talents that your kid because because I, I believe that 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 all kids do have mm. 
gifts and talents. Because the, the one thing that you do have to do is that, you know, even though we've had these problems, you, you can't allow your kid to be lost to the system. Okay, the yeah. system meaning the criminal justice system. If if your kid is not in the criminal justice system, we're gonna we got some things we can do. If your if your kid is going to jail, and I'm not saying that as a as a many people say my kid has never been to jail. Like okay, that's not that's not accomplishment. Saying that your kid has never been to jail, that, that's not a goal. Okay, but what I'm saying is that what you really need to be able to do is you need to be able mm. to say this this child is not gonna be any way, shape, form, part. And even if they are, we're gonna get this kid out of that. Get that this is not who you are, okay? This incident happened, but this is not who you are, and this doesn't define you. There were some circumstances, and you got to try to convince this this child about this incident, and that was an incident yeah. that, that can't become who you are. Right. And, and let's just there were some problems, and and this kid did take something. Um, he went to juvenile detention at 10 years old or something like that. What you have to be able to do is you have to be a parent and say, hey, look, how did I affect the situation? You know, where where did I go wrong? with my mm-hmm. child doing and you have to also look at your child and figure out what's going on with your child and not let that situation define your child because what right. happened is you go to juvenile detention at 10 or 12 years old if that's the last time you did that then that's fine but at 16 you're back and at 18 at 22 now that's that really is that's not are. so good yeah that's not so good. So, so um, you know, you know, what can it do? You can always change your environment. You can always improve your environment. But I, I think that sometimes people are. I mean, even even sometimes in, in criminal justice situations, you see your child, it, and it starts really early on. People don't just get to be, you know, with with some exceptions, you're going to be hey, 25 years old. I became a criminal. You know, there were things going on. It's usually early pretty early, yeah. Early on in life, that and, and sometimes parents are not really cognizant of those things, and, and they're, you know, it's important that as a parent you teach your child to take responsibility for for what they did. Um, I mean, you missed the ball, you missed the ball. Just say I missed the ball. Okay, we can move forward. <laughs> if you said ball. Okay, the sun wasn't in your eyes. Yeah, so that was, it wasn't a bad know. pitch. It wasn't. You missed the ball. You just missed the ball. Okay. Yeah. So, and it's okay that you missed the ball. Okay, and but but I want you to be able to say, but but if the sun was in your eyes, if if that's what the story is, then then that just continues to perpetuate mm. itself. And there's the others. Okay, I'm gonna come up with an excuse. Like, no, you just missed the ball because we can work on you catching the ball. Yeah. Okay, we can't do anything about this made up, contrived story about the sun being in your eyes. You'll never learn to catch if every time you miss the ball, you say it was because the sun was in your eyes. Right. We need to learn to catch. You need to recognize that. You know, I missed the ball because I didn't get in front of it. I didn't get my glove yeah. down. I don't my glove up. You know, you can say the sun was in your eyes, but your glove didn't get on the ground. Okay. Mm. So we're not gonna work on your glove getting on the ground, and you'll never be able to catch. Right. Because because the sun, I can't let you. I can't let you say it was the sun. Right. That, um, that, that you know, there's a this. It's come up about three, four, five times now, even in some of the interviews, but. There's a book called Mindset, and that just reminded me of it again. It talks about growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. And I think in, in you saying that, it reminded me of the event, the Saturday shift. It was the sold-out event, standing room only. It was all this crazy amount of people. Right. But I wasn't really hyped on the people. I was hopeful that it would be all those people, but it really only ended up being about 25, 30 people there. And I was like, cool, that's perfect. If I throw an event, if I throw some or host something, anything, and my biggest problem is that there's only 25 people, only 25 people there, that's not a big problem. So it's not, oh, the weather was bad, we didn't get the turnout, oh, this happened, oh, that. No, I did what I was supposed to do, I did my part, I executed, I am completely happy with what happened, 
that other part has I couldn't control that. That had nothing to do with me. I prepared Hello? myself for my education. Prepare yourself. <laughs> that's and that's um, and that's all we're trying to do. And I and I really hope that um, <clears throat> like I, I mean I've I've researched issue and 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 put some things together on the issue. And I'm excited about it, and, and excited. I'm excited about presenting it. Right. Um, I, I'm excited about presenting it. And that's really, and that's really kind of like what, what you said about what you did. I'm excited about presenting this, uh, this topic, this subject matter. Regardless uh, who's there. Regardless, because um, it's an opportunity to be able to share information, and and I, I really hope it's like success for you in, in what in what you're doing and, and also um, for me I hope to be able to have success here because I think the message is is a good message and it's, it's a message that I think that is is really is really important hmm. um, it, it's stimulating it's motivating and um, it's something that as I as I see what I what I've seen over the years um, it's somewhat it's, it's heartbreaking for me to see kids that are lost in elementary school, um, and I see that. You know, I, I see kids that are, and, and I know you talked about what well, a kid is five, a kid is seven, a kid is ten. They right. change. They, but sometimes when I see a kid who's seven years old, um, and the the parent in control of the situation um, doesn't appear to be on the right path to changing that environment, it makes a I big know difference. that child is is doomed. So I, um, and I, I've seen that. Mm-hmm. I think I've seen it too many times. Uh, well, and you have a, a phenomenal perspective of it. You're the you've been the lawyer trying to keep the child out of jail, and, and you don't decide how long that person goes or doesn't go to jail. You just do your best part. And you've been on the side where you had to put somebody in, or you were able to keep somebody out. So you have a real different perspective right. there. And I think even what makes your work so powerful is is your conviction. I think everything, I think the reason I listened to you the first time you say something is because I know that you mean what you say. And yeah. 85% of the things you don't care about, for 15% you do. I always remember that one. Um, right. and, and to even add on to your point, there was a speaker, Darren Hardy, said that your life is like a, a spaceship on the way to the moon. It has a gyroscope in it. And if that gyroscope is off 0.2 millimeters, from Earth to the moon, it will miss by 150 million miles. But that gyroscope is off target more than it's on. So it's always moving two millimeters left, two millimeters right, two millimeters whatever. So yes, your child might be 10, 8, 7, 6, 5, but it's a slight shift that can change the direction of your life. And I think that's what Pice does. I think that's what I'm looking to do myself. Um, and I know we're getting to your bedtime, so we're going to go ahead and, and wrap it up. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, you know, I'm not quiet. Yeah, but, <laughs> but you know, um, I, and that, that's a good analogy too, as far as the, as far as the gyroscope um, is concerned, and being off a little bit, and, and, the, and the constant adjustments that have to be made. Um, I, I, I just think it's important. I think from the very beginning, you know, when you when you have kids, um, you know, you have to, you, you know, you have to be so dedicated to. Um, to to raising them, mm-hmm. that's that's just so important. It's having, whether it's the whether it's the money, you know, I, one of the things I say about um, my parents is, and, and I keep going back to this because that's really the inspiration for the yeah, whole everything. Thing. Because because you have to think about you have to think about a couple who 
who didn't really have an opportunity. They, they could only afford one dream, mm-hmm. and that was for their kids to go to college. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they didn't have, because of the times and you know, education, uh, restraints on education, that kind of thing, from dad being from Mississippi and that right. kind of thing. It's like, look, we got these three kids. We want all three of these kids to go to college. We can't afford for the kids to go to college and to get a new house. We can't afford for the kids to go to college and get a new car and go on a bunch of vacations. Or new shoes, or with the cardboard in your shoes. Or anything, you know, really cheap shoes and holes in the bottoms and all that. But, um, but you know, to be able to to be able to say this is my life, you know, this is really my life. I'm I'm going to my life is dedicated to get my kids to school. You know, that really is. And then I I, I because of that, I was able to um, be able to have more than one dream. I said, you know what? Because of what they did. I can actually send my kids to school mm-hmm. and maybe get a better house um, or get a better car. I right. mean, certainly dreams are, are tempered some, but but that's okay. I mean, I mean, okay from the standpoint of, so what would you rather done? Hey, man, you could have held on to the money or bought a car or went around the world and your kids would not have had right. um, educational opportunities that they had. So I don't, um, I don't think about that too often. You know, every now and then I do think about how much that money would have been had it stayed in the bank. It would have been a whole lot. How about that? A whole lot. A whole lot. Okay, a whole lot. But it doesn't, but, you know, thinking about it kind of just messes your mind. (laughs) Don't think about it too much. Thank you. Thank you. So what do I, what do I do? I'm not a judge or I'm not a person in, so unfortunately, in the reality is everybody that hears this is going to get benefit from it. My goal my job is to add value but a lot of the people that should hear a lot of the parents or children or whoever that should or, or need to hear it aren't going to hear it so what can somebody that's listening that might not be in a position of quote-unquote authority what can we do to make a difference in, in a small difference a real small difference in something like Pice what you can do is there are other there are other kids in your neighborhood you know, there are other kids that you have contact with. You know, you can you can help bring those kids in to the environment. One of the things that you saw me do too is like your friends. You know, your friends, the other kids. You know, they came they came to the house. Supposedly, hey, this kid is is bad. You know, you know the one shoot y'all other brother, Darian. You know, <laughs> Darian. You know, he's you know Darian's always Darian's always here. And I'm not saying bad, but but Darian didn't have some of the same things. But you know, you bring you bring. Uh, Darian, you bring another neighbor, you bring this person in, and you show that person what mm. they're supposed to be okay. and how they can be. Yeah. So how much more has his life been enriched by being around you all? Yeah. So, so as a so as a as an individual who you know doesn't necessarily have that kind of influence, and and this really is not influence. I'm all I'm doing with with the fact that people know me is that. Because people know my name and, and know what I've done, they may come hear me speak. That's, yeah, that's it. That, 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 that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. But but if you're the neighbor, you know you're the you're the neighborhood person. Let the kids come to your house. You know if you put a basketball court up in the house or or video games, whatever, and so the kids can come there and they can get to to see and and hear how things are supposed to be done. Because one of the things that I found is the kids that were supposedly unruly. When you bring them into an environment where there are rules, they follow the rules. <laughs> they do. They 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 want the discipline. Yeah. So so for, for people out there, for one, but the first most important is take care of your own kids. You know. Yeah. You know, take take if if everybody do yourself everybody, first. What what you say? Well, what can 
okay, I can look out for the neighbor's kid, but if that neighbor took care of his or her kids, and I take care of my kids, yeah, and they take everybody takes care of their own kids. Do your part. Just, just do, just do your part. I do mean, your part. You, you want to be, you know, I, I, you know, and I can't tell you, I, you know, close with saying this, which is what I've, I've said, but you know, I get to have a conversation with you. I get to be here for an hour talking to you about intelligent conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I get to your brother was down there today on a whim. It has, it has job. Money thrown at him. Just money thrown at him. Right. He says, he says, I don't even know what. I get back I, to I'll you. I'll come back and tell you, you know, what to. Uh, matter of fact, he missed. Um, he had actually went to lunch with someone, but the mayor had actually come in uh, mm. to meet him also. But he had, he had left before the mayor got wow. there. But but then uh, somebody like you know like like your sister, um, she's going to she's going to California with me uh, in a, in a couple weeks. But you know working two jobs and hustling, and grinding, hustling, you know grinding, I and mean, going to school. You know, and going to school, you know, all those things. And, and, you know, never asking, you know, doesn't ask for anything. anything. I, I try to tell you guys, I'm like, look, help your sister out. Um, you know, throw some money every now and then. And I do the same thing. But, I mean, throw some money every now and then because, because she's grinding. I mean, this is, this is, I'm not saying women can't grind. This is your sister grinding. Right. You know, this is, yeah. this is. That's this is, I mean, Grinding, you know, you know, Trey has got time and kicking it off. <laughs> your sister is grinding. Grinding. You know I mean? You know, your sister said um, there was a tornado mm. a couple of months ago down in Indianapolis, and I was I was somewhere I was at a restaurant or something, and someone said, "Hey, uh, maybe Mr. Buchanan." So say, um, "Hey, you know they got some bad weather down in um, Indianapolis, tornado. Um, you check on your dog." Like, no, I, I didn't hear about it. I called or no, I texted Valencia. I said, "Hey, Valencia," they said a tornado down there. She said. Uh, she said, yeah, said, everybody went to the basement for the shelter. I had stuff to do. So I stayed up here and because <laughs> she's like, I had a, I had a task to finish. Mm-hmm. I had a task to finish. And but then I had to be at school at six o'clock. If I go down to the shelter for a half hour, 45 minutes, whatever it is, I won't be able to get this task done in time. Right. It means that I won't be able to get to class. So. She stayed up there in the face of the tornado and did what she had to do. She's like, look, I didn't really see the tornado coming, so I figured, hey, if I see it, maybe I still got time to get out the way. But and I don't want to put my daughter in harm's way. But just the but her mentality. The mindset. Was, the, 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 get it done. The, the, the mindset. It's like, I mean, you know what? You know, y'all don't have anything to do. You know, when five o'clock come, y'all going straight home. Mm-hmm. But I you got stuff to do. I'm, I gotta get something done. I'm trying to get to physical therapy school so I can't miss class I gotta get in here and get this done so mm. y'all go to the shelter I'm gonna take my chance up here because I got something else to do I mean if, I don't have any problem with you going down there okay but I just got something else I gotta do and I gotta get this done so you know that kind of mentality seeing you all do the things that that you do um, and being able to know that I mean I can that I, I'm really I think as I, as I said earlier like I can say okay y'all pick up the ball and run with it. Y'all got a lot long. Y'all can run with it now. I'm handing it off to y'all. Mm. Y'all can say, hey, man, dad, you know, we got it. We going to triple, quadruple the whole situation for you. So, um, so I'm, I'm just happy about that. <laughs> well, that's a good issue. You, you did it like it was over, so I'm going to go ahead and end it right there. Thank you for listening. 
That's episode five. And let me give a shout out to Valencia Gamage, my sister, for her hard work and constant grind. Can't stop, won't stop. I appreciate it. I appreciate my dad for coming on and just sharing so much of his insights. I know I get value from him every time. You know, so I thank you all for listening. Don't forget to check out the show notes at TreyGamers.com. Please tell your friends, like it, share it. Let me know what you think. And please come back next week for episode six with Justin Most, Lead USA and how to really leave a legacy. Come back next time. Thank you for listening. This is The Dash.